Hey guys, and welcome to Fisher Philbrick The Show. This is your host, Michael, and I just want to thank you for tuning in and giving us a listen. Fisher Philbrick is a management and production company that assembles, manages, and produces both creative projects and businesses. Our first project being this podcast, The Show. And so, without further ado, let's jump right on in. Hey you guys, and welcome to another episode. We are so excited to have you here and listening with us. And let us just say it is great to be back here talking with you and having a new conversation today. This week, it has been insanely warm where I am at and went from like the 80s to yesterday, 90s to today, like 95, 96 in my room, you know, the recording space that I'm recording in. It says it's like 84 degrees and I can't have my fan on while recording because you will be able to hear it. And there is, you know, way already so many other sounds out there that can be getting picked up on this microphone just by being in the space I'm in. So I was like, we do not have the space in the recording to have a fan going. So we will be getting through this. Just keep me in mind, but don't worry. I do have a lot of water with me. I have the cat with me too. So you may or may not be hearing her, but we are ready to go on and jump right on into this. We have our business updates. We have our business segment for the week, that being just bored or lacking attention. And from there, we will go ahead and close things off with our conclusion and final sign-off. So if you're ready to go, let's jump right on in. Okay, for our updates, we have Monday Mornings with Michael, which is now on the podcast. That's something that we mentioned last week. But if you did not know, now you know. Some really cool things that we found out just by having it on, this was our second week posting it on the podcast, is that we've already doubled the monetization that we are bringing in with just an additional single weekly episode. So we had one episode a week. Now we're having two episodes a week, one on Monday, one coming out on Thursday. And just like that, we have already doubled it, which is super cool to see. Granted, we are still on a smaller scale as far as the audience size of people, you know, tuning into these episodes. But regardless, those same few people that are listening to our weekly one, which is this one right now, are also seemingly tuning into the Monday Mornings with Michael show that is now on the podcast. So that is a really cool advancement and just really cool thing for us to see. And also makes complete sense when you see these other podcasters saying like, we're adding another show, like the one I follow has it's two so a tuesday thursday they also have a friday and then now they just added a sunday one so i was like you know the personal part of me is like why would they be adding this in and then you know just from seeing this with our own podcast i'm like oh i see they already you know we're having three episodes now they added four so the potential for making money through that and the monetization is so much greater so I completely understand now, but I think that's super cool for us to share with you too, to be like, hey, this is something we're doing, something we tried out, not really knowing how it would go, but so far it is going good. And we would encourage you to go ahead and just listen to those Monday mornings. Even if you can't listen to it on Monday, don't worry. They're filled with lots of personal stories and experiences from myself, what's going on in my life, which is always fun, I think, to hear some more of the personal side that you may or may not get throughout, you know, these episodes themselves but overall it really is meant to give you a boost of encouragement for your day for your week and to get things started out in the most optimistic and positive way and the best way really that you can so you should go ahead and listen to those 
And I think that's something that you can always use in your life, correct? Some encouragement, positivity, optimism. Yes, 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 and yes. And so from there, let's go to our business article. The one this week that we have for you is titled Make Those Lists. We found you know, just how helpful making lists can be and how helpful they really are. So we wanted to make sure we shared this with you as a tip for our business articles, which tend to go in depth within a business topic. The main takeaways though within this are that you know, they can help you be more organized. They bring about high productivity in your life. It can be your personal life, your work life, or really just anything you need to get done throughout your day. And then psychologically, things improve when you have lists that you can hold yourself accountable to and just really like pat yourself on the back. If you don't have anyone in your work day or throughout your life to say like, wow, you're doing a lot or good job, Michael. You know, if you don't have that person in your life, lists are a great way where you're kind of patting yourself on the back or at least your brain is and being like, wow, I've done so much today. Like that is amazing. Yesterday I got nothing done. Today I've checked off 20 items. And it doesn't even have to be that those items are super in-depth. I mentioned, I think on the Monday morning show, but also in the article too, like they can be tiny things like getting up at a certain time and like, boom, I got up at 6.15. I took a shower. I ate some food and I started my work day at seven. You know, some of those things that are very little, but they still really help move things along and psychologically give you the boost that you need to then hit things even harder when you get to the bulk of your day. So enough on that. Just go ahead and check it out. It's on our website. It's definitely not something you want to miss. And then now let's go right on in to our business segment for the week, that being just bored or lacking attention. Okay, so as we get into this, kind of the reason why I thought this was such an important conversation to have and just really interesting is that I found myself, you know, asking myself this and I've really seen it play out throughout the last couple years on the day to day on the long stretch of things. But this idea of saying, or actually not even idea, like actually saying like, I'm bored, I get bored easily. This is so boring, or I can't pay attention or like, I don't know, just so much that goes within that where I find myself saying that, and also you hear that collectively, as well as seeing when it comes to attention span, you see that with society as a whole of like, it's kind of something that we have just adopted into our language, and like, are we actually bored, or is it just our attention span? You know, like, what is going on? So I thought this would be a great conversation to have to really break apart kind of what I've seen within myself and then some videos. So this week I watched a bunch of different YouTube videos about the topic. We'll talk about that in a bit, but kind of bringing it all together to then have yourself really think through and talk through this idea with yourself being like, are you bored? Like, are you actually bored and things you're doing? Or is it just your attention span has really diminished over the years? Or is it a little bit of both? Because it can be a little bit of both and we will bring that up as well. But when it comes to being bored, I would say when it looks like, you know, if you were to put this on me, I would say it's typically when I'm not doing enough or when there is nothing going on that is challenging me. And now this may look different for you, but that's kind of like the basic thing that when I think of like, when I say I'm bored, it's likely because I'm not doing enough and whatever I'm doing, or you know, there's nothing that's challenging me and as a person, I need to be challenged. If not, I get bored. But when we then look at 
lacking attention, you know, this is something that everyone has been saying about how our attention span has been decreasing and decreasing over the years to where now we have to be doing so many different things at once or we just don't have what's needed to get through things. Something funny that you've probably heard or seen online is that it brings up, you know, like you can't watch a two hour movie or a two and a half hour movie, but you can binge watch eight different 45 minute episodes just fine all in one day. <laughs> you know, like, wait, what? Yes, that is true. Like we can't sit through one single topic, but how shows are made these days are that they have small little, you know, plot hills within each one and it goes up and down and like keeps you drawn in for the overall one, you know, but at the end of the day, they are much shorter and it's so much easier to be like, I can commit to this amount of time. Like even a lot of the shows I watch, the cartoons or anime, if you want to be <laughs> more specific, are like 20 minutes long. A lot of, you know, like The Office, Parks and Rec, all of those, those are also in the 20 to 25 minute range of things. So you're like, yeah, I can commit to that. But if you tell me like, we're going to watch a movie, I'm like, gross, that sounds awful. <laughs> like I cannot watch that long of a movie. Most likely though, it's because I am getting up typically around 4.15 a.m. each morning. So I will just fall asleep by the time we get not even halfway. So that is partly why, but also it comes back to that idea of attention span. Like maybe it's not boring, but I just don't have the attention span. So, you know, kind of now that we've talked about that though, we do and really just wanted to break down these two areas and share some of our own thoughts of this, as well as some different areas that you yourself can then look into, which we mentioned, if you are the type of person that you find yourself bored easily, or if you're questioning like, do I have a short attention span? You know, this is for you. And I would say that, yes, this is definitely for really everyone, which we'll talk about as we keep going. So definitely keep your thinking caps on and let's jump right on into the boring side of things. Okay, so I have it bored and boring. These are words that, you know, I mentioned are so common to say, and it's something that I would say I really started learning and piecing together. Like, what does it mean when I get bored or when I say something is boring? I really learned this in college and through working jobs. So I would say like, as, as a, an aside, that that is why it is so important that as you're growing up to, if you have kids or you have people in your life, encourage them to work, work lots of many different jobs, part-time jobs all throughout college, internships, externships, all of those things are so helpful on so many different levels besides just making money and getting job experience for your resume. It's a lot of stuff that I'm going to talk through. I was like, wow, this was so helpful because I worked these different internships throughout college where I'm going to be a much better person slash I know myself a lot more than if I started working only when I started college or right out of college even trying to get a full-time job and being like so I got the job but this is awful <laughs> and some examples of that so to start you know pretext to all of that was going into college and while I was in college you know I started walking dogs when I was about 11 years old which if you didn't know I mean the word walking is in there so you're walking dogs and do you tend to walk small dogs that just need you know like 15 to 20 minutes no most likely not funny thing though i actually do walk for one couple on my street uh two little shih tzus and we do just do the 15 to 20 minute walk so that is a part within that but most likely i was always walking bigger dogs 
golden labradors uh, like a husky wolf mix now with the golden labrador you know it's kind of varied but most of the other jobs i've done and the steady job that i've done have always been bigger dogs which has me moving for at least an hour and day when at certain points i was even walking the dog two times a day which wow I, I don't even know how i had time to do that looking at, back at it now but then in college i also did lifeguarding and that was also a very physical job it had you moving around yes you know people tend to think like you're just sitting around in a chair and that's your job but you're actively scanning the pool you're looking for threats or things that could go wrong you're putting through scenarios like if this person slips and falls what will i do or that person looks like they are not a good swimmer do i tell them to get out to go to the shallow end am i ready to jump in and save them if i don't tell them that so there's a lot of things going on let alone like when you have those emergencies in the facility and you put into training all that you've been practicing and practicing as well as you did have to be in shape and active for the job you had swim requirements each month that you had to do i was swimming during that time like every day after a shift or even when i wasn't working i would go to the pool and swim so i was obsessed with swimming and being in the pool and just the aquatic recreation lifestyle was so much fun all to say though that previous to working you know jobs within the field that i was studying i had very active jobs that had me moving around and those were ones that i liked and i was like this is great and so when i started studying hospitality management i'd switched out of business management and thought like oh you know out of hospitality hotels are going to be so much fun we had just stayed you know we had gone to disneyland and stayed in a hotel the hotel we stayed at was not in the park or affiliated with disney at all but it was a very nice hotel it got me super excited and pumped up like this is what i could do for a life and like going to a hotel is so magical so working for a hotel will also be magical right no <laughs> i will tell you that right now no it is not magical it's sort of like if you've done theater or performing before you've done that and you see shows you're like everything is so magical and wonderful about this but then as soon as you're an actor or like a tech person working on the show you see the behind the scenes of like these frail wooden <laughs> backdrops that look beautiful from the side but on the back you're like oh this is so like two-dimensional you know like it's just like a sheet of wood that is very pretty on one side but very ugly and somewhat dangerous on the other side and like everything is fake everything is just you know put on for the show very similar to with hotels and that everything is beautiful as a guest but for the people working there like it's a very hard and tough job and it takes away any magic that you could have thought or associated with the hotels which was kind of a bummer to be like oh man now every time i go to a hotel i'm just like thank you so much for doing your job it is such a hard job i will try not to be difficult because you've already had so many difficult people today i just know it without even asking you type of a thing but i did start at a smaller like boutique hotel and i started as front desk i was doing this as an internship and they had asked me when I interviewed, like, do you tend to get bored easily, which that should have been the first clue to me. And now I know that, but it should have been the clue of like, they're subtly trying to say like, this is a boring job. But I was like, no, you know, I mean, maybe kind of a little bit, but I find ways to entertain myself. Like I have a lot of interest, so I can always find something to work, you know, find something to do while working that can be helpful for the job. Or I was like, I was interested in songwriting and writing and reading. So I'm like, if I can bring stuff, you know, behind the desk when it's slow, like I can entertain myself. Well, fast forward to getting trains and actually working the job though. After about two shifts, I knew it was not for me, but we couldn't leave the desk area. We had to stand, there were no chairs. We could only have a water bottle behind the desk. 
you couldn't have food. Basically, you were stuck there forever. There was usually two people. So you were stuck with another person, which you're like, that's great. But then when you work like every day with that same person, you're like, oh, and then you see like people when they're working these full time jobs are very like gossipy and backstabbing against the other people. And you're like, gosh, if they're talking that way about, <laughs> you know, so and so over here who I worked with on Mondays and Tuesdays, what are they saying about me when I'm off on this and this day? You know, like, ooh. so it was just overall not good. But within that too, like, all those things of like being stuck and trapped and feeling trapped was that, you know, I worked typically in the evening and most people had already checked in. So the only people that were checking in were people whose flights got delayed. They were just out super late. Something happened with their transportation. They were stuck in traffic, you know, all the bad scenarios of why you would check in, you know, after the, after and in the evening is one of those things where they were not in good moods. They were not happy. It was a not a entertainment hotel. So like people there that were visiting or tourists, it was for work. They were there for conventions, for work conferences, meetings, nothing fun. So those people too really <laughs> were an impact of the job itself, just not being a good fit for me. But overall, I just found myself I was like, this is so boring. We couldn't do anything. You couldn't do anything on the computers, which makes sense. But there wasn't an opportunity to even like work of like, hey, I'll, you know, organize this or I'll do this to help the people in the morning or the evening people. I was like, no, you don't need to. There's nothing to do. So why would you do that? So I was just like, oh man, this is not good. And I actually, you know, let the manager know that and they switched me to room service. I mean, they were bummed and that's why I did feel bad eventually like looking back. And that's why now if anyone asks me like, do you get bored easily? I have to say, yes, I do. I do get bored easily. I need to be kept busy doing a lot of different things. But I switched to room service and then alternatively within room service, I got a whole like little kitchenette in the corner of the hotel to myself. I could make myself <laughs> coffee, drinks, water. I was rolling napkins, uh, roll-ups of like the nap, the, the forks, the silverware basically in cloth napkins, rolling them up, stacking them. Like you're just doing that the whole time, taking phone calls, walking to the kitchen to pick up the order, walking up two to three flights of stairs to deliver the food, the crazy people, which that is probably a Monday morning <laughs> topic, <laughs> but the crazy people and the crazy things you see when people open their hotel doors are like, whoa, very weird. But all to say, like, it was entertaining. It was fun. I got to run around. And then because I worked, you know, I worked like two days and I knew it wasn't for me, but it took maybe two weeks before they could transfer me over. So I was friends then with everyone. So then I was the fun one who went in, you know, when I walked by, I stopped and talked with them and then was like, would you like me to make you an iced coffee mocha type thing? And then would go back to my little corner in the kitchenette. So that was so much better. And already, you know, starting to form like, oh, is this why I liked that better compared to that? But then, you know, I went to a big hotel, a much fancier one. I was like, well, maybe I'll like big hotels. And I was a server at their like pool and gazebo area. I moved around a lot, which so, you know, I learned <laughs> from the last one, like I need something that moves around. I need to be kept busy. But you know, a lot of the shifts that we worked, there weren't that many people and it was boring. And, you know, a thing I learned with serving is like you had different sections and then people were very like, that's my section or can they go over to mine or like you would, you know, take care of others people, you know, say your coworker went on a break. So you would have to pick up their other people and take care of their people. 
but then say if you did a much better job taking care of them than they were, they still got the tips. And yes, they were supposed to split something with you and share with you, but did they do that? Most likely, no, they did not. And it just got to where like during, if there were conventions, then yes, it was busy and we had a lot of people, but the shifts I worked, there just weren't that many people and it was so boring, there was nothing to do because it was the same thing. Like I rearranged all the furniture, but then if no one's sitting in them, they're not messing it up. I wiped everything down, but how many times can you wipe down a clean table <laughs> and not just feel stupid doing the same thing? And they would like overstaff it. So there's too many of us. There could have been like maybe one server you're out there, but we had like two to three plus the bartender and you had to tip out your bartender too. And one of the bartenders, he had a smoking habit and he left so much to smoke and was like, you can take care of the bar, right? And I was like, no, I cannot. And so there was just a lot within that where I found myself wanting to ask the manager, like, can you just send me home? Like, send me home early. Like, this is a waste of the company money. It's a waste of my time. And that was something that I learned from that experience too, was like, I don't like to waste time and I don't like to have my time wasted. But kind of even rephrasing that even further is it's when I'm working a job, I don't like to have my time wasted. And just that feeling that you're like counting down the hours, the minutes, the seconds until you go home that's not something good. You know, I feel like if you have a business or company and you're employing people, like you don't want your people to feel like that. You want them to have a good time, to work hard, to work for their money and to feel productive and like they've accomplished something at the end of the day. And for me in the hotel jobs I worked, like that just wasn't really there. But I did know, you know, from all of this that I've been learning, like you got to keep me busy. I got to be running around and then I should be good to go. And now, you know, as I mentioned too, is that I will very easily tell people like, yes, I tend to get bored and I need to do, you know, essentially I need to do these things. I need to have something that's fast paced. I like the high stress jobs, high anxiety jobs, high energy jobs, just things that have you moving around, thinking really fast, being smart at communicating, taking things in really quickly and making on the spot decisions. All of that to me was like candy. And that's a lot of that you do in, say, lifeguarding with making these fast decisions and, you know, not always, but when an emergency happens, like you got to boom, boom, boom. You got to be thinking quick and making decisions that have big consequences. So that to me was, you know, that's fun. And when I worked a couple of events, that's what you find in events. So even though, you know, fast forward a couple years, <laughs> maybe more than a couple years outside of college, if I were working within the hospitality management field, I would do events because those are exactly what I mentioned of like, you have this all planned and something will go wrong. Like you need to not only have one plan, you need a plan B and maybe even a plan C of like, if this happens, we're gonna do this. And if that also happens, then we'll go here. And then anything else, like you just gotta go on the fly. <laughs> so to me, which sounds crazy, cause I know a lot of people don't like that kind of stuff, but there's a job out there for everybody, right? Uh, or there's personalities out there to fit a number of different jobs and careers. So that for me was, you know, really cool and interesting to figure out. And so now I know if I am working a job where, you know, the previous job I was just at for five years at the startup, I found that, you know, the first few years were a blast because everything was new. It was exciting. We we're building so many new things and like we ran into a lot of problems and like this isn't working out in this section. Like, okay, 
what can we do to fix this? Let's try this, solve this. Wow, it's working. Okay, now this is not working. You know, between the team members or the systems we were running or, you know, I was building up the customer service side of things and like figuring out like what are the best emails to send? How can you make people feel happy and like they're heard and that they don't get offended? And, you know, the best thing you can have, which I have an article on this on our website as well about canned responses and how helpful it can be, but you want people to feel like, you actually wrote the emails to them specifically and personally and that you are listening and answering all their questions and there to help even if you use that same response every single day, multiple times a day. So, you know, there was so much learning, but then as we kept going and things like really steadied out, you would think like, that's great. Business is going good. Like you guys have got it figured out. And on one side, it's like, yes, that is very good. And like a huge, huge accomplishment for this startup and really any startup, any new business. But at the same time for myself, I was like, okay, now we're just sustaining things. And that was something I didn't like about hotels. Every hotel I worked at, like things were good. Like they had their system down. Like they knew, you know, your room rates that would change. You knew the forecasting based on like every one of the events at the big hotel was a fanime convention. So all these, I thought they were teenagers. They were like in their thirties and forties, these grown people in these really intricate and crazy costumes showing a lot of skin and having jello shots at the pool. So yes, put that in your mind. It was crazy. Like that was the first weekend I think I worked too at the pool, seeing all these crazy people. So that was something though that in hotels and then any job I'm learning now, it's like, I like that, you know, like with this business now, it's like we're learning every day new things and every week and trying something new and like say, you know, we haven't found anyone to interview still and that was a big part of the business. So if you do have your own small business and want to be interviewed and featured for free, let us know. But that's something like it's not going well. So what can we rework? What can we do? Like how can we make things better? Or like adding the Monday morning show to the podcast. Like now we're doubling the monetization that we're getting. Like cool, this is so much fun. We're learning new things, trying new things, failing, succeeding, reworking. You know, all of that to me is super fun. And for the episodes that I looked up or YouTube videos, I guess we could say I watched a bunch while I was walking. So yes, I was doing something else at the same time. But a lot of them talked about like brain stimulation and that, you know, our our bodies and brains are looking for things to stimulate the brain, like to keep us going, to keep thinking, like, you know, solving things, trying out new things. And that was something that was really interesting, which like, yes, that makes sense. But to see that, like put concisely. And the funny thing was a lot of the videos were about like ADHD and people who had ADHD and trying to be, you know, share tips and trips, trips. (laughs) No, we don't want to trip you up. We want to share tricks to get you going. Uh, But some really interesting stuff with keeping your brain active. And I thought it was interesting too, that most of the videos were about ADHD and not being able to focus. And like when I was searching, I was just like, get bored easily, or I get bored easily, you know, phrases like that. And that's why I really narrowed things down to like, oh, it's much more complex than just saying I get bored easily, which is what we're talking about now, compared to like, you don't have the attention span for that. So within that though, some further examples before we move on to the next thing are, you know, like with, I was a prep cook at Google with their food company. Uh, You're probably, you know, as your listeners are like, you're crazy. You did so, so many random jobs. But as I, you know, talked about at the beginning, it was so important to work all these jobs because it's made me who I am today and really fine-tuned what I need to be doing and how I'm looking at these different things. But with being a prep cook, 
you know, we were chopping up so many different food items, vegetables, we were switching tasks. And I found that, you know, I was talking with the other coworkers around me, something that stimulated my brain was I had, so in school growing up, I took a lot of Spanish and that was like the language I studied. And most of the workers there spoke Spanish fluently. So like I spoke about as good as Spanish as they spoke English. So, I mean, a lot of them could speak English, but they were maybe more comfortable speaking Spanish and I was definitely more comfortable speaking English. So it was a great way, like as I'm chopping, like, como se dice, you know, like, what, like, how do you say this? What is this? What is that? And then practicing the words. And then the next day you go over the words you practice, just a really good way to like keep my brain going while, while chopping, because would I say chopping is fun? No, not really. I mean, now I don't mind it at home, chopping and cooking and I do like cooking, but the flip side of this while I was at that job was, you know, one day I was chopping 50 pounds, like a 50 pound bag of onions for the entire work shift. I was alone at the station with no one to talk to, and that was very boring. So that is a very like slight difference, but when I was with people talking, conversing, learning something new, so learning Spanish, you know, cutting different tasks, so I wasn't stuck on one fruit, one vegetable, one item, or one you know, station, that to me was much more fun and entertaining. But when you took all that away, I was doing one thing for an eight hour shift, not to mention how stinky I was after. I had a mustache at the time and I couldn't figure out how to get the onion smell off me. I, I like took showers, I'm like, I still smell onions. And then I realized it literally seeps into your hair. So eventually I got rid of the mustache because I, for a couple of days there, I was chopping onions <laughs> quite a bit. But to me, that was very boring. And there was another guy there who's like, don't you just love this? Like, you can really spend some time in your mind and in your head just thinking things around. And I was like, no, I hate it. <laughs> like, there, there is no reason for me to be here alone just chopping, chop, chop, chop. And then kind of closing out with the last, like, job example, the one that I'm doing now in the mornings is at a coffee shop. And, you know, we are doing the same tasks basically almost every day, but you know, there's a lot of heavy communicating with the coworkers and your team and the customers, it's fast paced. It can be high stress, especially in the morning, which is like the busy, the busy shifts to be working. You're having to handle a lot of tasks all at once, doing multiple different things. It's very high energy, high communication that is needed. You're working hard and it can be for short periods of times, or it can be very long, especially when people call out, which has been happening for the last two years with all of these lockdowns and people getting sick, whether it's truly sick or in quotations, I would say. <laughs> but that's something that, you know, I found, you know, in differentiating these different things, which we've kind of been going on a journey with these different jobs, is that, you know, it isn't boring, even though I'm doing kind of similar things each day. But I would say, so I wouldn't say, say when I leave the job or if I needed to leave the job or moved on to the next thing, I wouldn't say like, I'm leaving this because it's boring, which I would say like, that was a, a big reason with a lot of the hotels. Uh, but I would say that, you know, I could get tired of doing the job because I'm doing the same thing every day, but it's not boring because it does keep you going. The only time I would say it would get boring or does get boring is if it is super slow and you don't have customers for a really long time. So a couple weeks, if you have a couple weeks of like not making drinks, not cooking food, you know, not doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. And then it gets right back to that. Like how many times can you clean a counter when it's clean? How many, you know, how many things can you do when there's no one there? And that is not the common thing for most shops. And really, if your business is doing that, like you're not going to be able to stay in business for very long, which is sad. But in general, and overall, we hope that this does a fairly good job in kind of describing and showing what 
we would think of and what I would think of personally and what I've experienced when we refer to being bored and what that looks like, whether it's in your life or within your work. And now kind of putting this onto you though, as you are listening, we would say like, how does being bored in your life look like? You know, is this in your personal life? Is it in relationships you have? Hopefully not. Those are some of the saddest ones or saddest things to talk about, but we'll get to that. Uh, as we close this out, or do you find yourself bored within your jobs that you have either worked in the past, or maybe you're bored now in your job and you're like, wow, maybe I should really think think on <laughs> what we're, we're talking about right now and like figure out like, do I need to make some changes or what can I do? Because I would say if you are bored, like you need to make some changes. Like you're, we've talked about this, I believe last, last episode on burning out, like a lot of people are working multiple jobs and like most of your life you're working. So if you don't like what you're doing and you find yourself bored, like pounding your head, like, why are you there? You're just hurting yourself. And like, you have potential within you, like everyone has potential. And if you are not having that potential being pulled out of you and getting to use your own gifts and talents, like you're kind of wasting what you have. I mean, you could ask yourself, like, am I wasting? And that's what I've always asked myself and keep asking myself when I come to decisions, especially with a lot of the creative stuff, like, should I pursue, you know, singing and songwriting and music and, you know, the coloring, but like, should I do this? And I come back to him like, well, not everyone can do this. And if I'm not doing it, I have this talent within me. And if I'm not using it, like, why am I not using it? And like, people would kill to have some of these skills. And they would say, I would use that every day. I would use it to the best of my ability if I had that. And like, if you have it, why not use it? So that is kind of, you know, something to add on into that, which is maybe a little bit deeper, but that is something you should be thinking about and asking yourself when you're thinking about this and kind of closing this up for ourselves when we think of boring and overall, it's essentially when what we're doing is not matching up with the personality and drive we have, and it isn't a good match. Like that is a very basic way to say things that, you know, it's not challenging us. It's not being challenged in what we're doing, what we're thinking, what, you know, and that is something that is super important to us and keeping our brain and body is very important. And I would say that's for most people like that is how you stay, stay young. You just got to keep going, stay moving, keep moving, keep working. And because they say too, the two most dangerous times in your life are when your spouse dies or when you retire very soon after you die, <laughs> which is that, but you, you just got to keep going which is, you know, another episode in itself. But with that, let's jump over to attention span and lacking attention. Okay, so when it comes to lacking attention, like we mentioned at the top of this episode, a two-hour movie, at least to me, and I'm pretty sure it does to you, sounds like an eternity and completely unpleasant. Whereas in the past, you know, it would have been completely normal to have two to two and a half hour movies and shows that people would regularly attend. Like, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, that's one I think of. It's a really long movie where they even give a little intermission so that you can get up and, you know, move around, stretch, use the bathroom. You got to turn, put in the second VHS tape <laughs> when we watched it. So that was something like, that was a super long movie, but that was fun. Like you would watch that in a whole evening. Like you had to plan out the time, but you're like, we're going to spend a good chunk of hours just watching this. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have tablets. Like we were fully engrossed in watching this show which I always think that that is a funny name and it's a hard name to say <laughs> because it sounds like you could very easily be saying something else. Though, when you're looking at things today, we do actually have, you know, those phones, we have tablets, 
We are not just doing one task anymore, but we're doing something while we're doing something else. So like when, if we're talking about the movies, instead of like being fully engrossed in a movie or the show we're watching, we are on our phone, either messaging people or we're catching up on social media, which means just scrolling through stuff you've been seeing all day or going down loopholes, rabbit holes, things maybe you shouldn't be looking at or shouldn't be seeing. And you're just like focusing on two things, maybe three things, jumping between a lot, talking with someone else at the same time. And, you know, no longer can you really just do that one thing. Maybe if you go to a movie theater, but even then, like, I was like, I don't want to spend that kind of money for a movie and I'm going <laughs> to, I would say, be bored, but I would say I wouldn't have the attention span. That's maybe more accurate to just sit there. And, you know, I feel, I feel like I'm always mentioning this, but I get up early now, but since college and lifeguarding, I also worked in the morning and opened and got up super early. So it, being in a dark room is very sleep inducing. So I completely understand why you hear people snoring in movies. It's not even a, to bash on the movies, but it's just like, man, those are some sleepy places. And do I want to pay? It was like $13. I think it's much more now, maybe $15 or $16 to sleep in a dirty chair that many other people have been sitting in and doing maybe questionable things in no i do not <laughs> but more on that actually no no more on that that is enough on that right <laughs> but you know if you're asking yourself like why is this kind of looking at everything within this of like why we have to be so split and jumping around and always like changing between apps and playing different games on our phone and finding like we don't want to do some of these things that we used to want to do i would say that some of those big differences are which you can guess and we've already mentioned, but technology, you know, particularly your smartphones and tablets, but what they bring you and bring us, bring myself, is that it lets you access everything at all times and very quickly. It's allowing us to jump around to many different apps, messaging, calling, researching, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all at once and in very short time spans. So we've kind of gotten used to and learned to putting in little very little effort to do the things we need to do these days so when it comes to like you can send a message here and then you know you can even while you're on the phone be messaging someone or be playing a game like while you're on hold or while you're waiting or walking like you can be walking on a call texting and then checking your social media in between all of that like boom when could you ever do that on your phone <laughs> it's so many different things but we're teaching ourselves to get used to this type of thing which is then affecting our attention span our time span for doing these things and i would say even kind of making us over dependent on technology and really you know how we've advanced as a society and some of the examples that i can mention now when it comes to this and what i was thinking of i'm like just think of you know food we've got fast food establishments and restaurants all over and really you know like if that isn't enough to like physically drive or walk to somewhere to pick up food that's been prepared for you you know they have sites and companies that will bring the food to you it's been prepared cooked i wouldn't say hot because most that i've seen because no i will not pay money for <laughs> for that uh but most of it looks warm and kind of stale and greasy and gross so but all to say they will bring you the food and then clothing and really all other items those can be bought online and shipped to you anywhere from one to two days sometimes even in the same day which that is insane and then you know looking as a whole on a society i would say we also have this you know a big focus on things being easy or like the easy focus you know where almost everything these days is being pushed on how to make things the easiest it can be making it appear as though 
you know, you don't actually have to invest hard work or time into something, you know, it'll be, you know, there's an app for that, or just open your phone, open the internet, don't memorize anything like who needs to know geography and all, you know, all of these things or how to do this skill or that skill or how to, you know, when I, I mean, I'm an example of this, when I was in San Francisco a couple years ago and I had a flat tire, I watched a YouTube video on how to change the flat tire and I found a video for my specific car, this specific make and model, and I just followed everything he did, which yes, that is very cool and really awesome and lucky for me and I felt very accomplished even though I used that for help, but knowing like I could change a tire by myself and like a more backward step would be I would call someone else, you know, call AAA, the, the car place to, to come and help me out. or. There were, my bosses at the time mentioned they could come and help me, but I was like, no, I want to try this myself. But I still use the technology to help me. But going forward, like I've changed the tire now, so I maybe won't have to use a video or have to call someone, you know, that's a skill I learned. But that's not something now that is pushed. It is very much like we have a service for that. We have an app, there's a company, like just pay some money and sell your soul. <laughs> and you know, you'll be good. Uh, but no longer, you know, do kids, know the same version of hard work and responsibility as previous generations, I would say, which yes, you can always say that like older generations are, I think that's just something they will always say, like since the beginning of time, like, oh, you should have seen it <laughs> back when I was a kid, how much work we had to do. And like, I can say that too now, like, oh, like we didn't get paid to do household chores and stuff. Like we just did it or we went out maybe once in a while, like, a few bucks to clean the fridge but in general like we work together as a family and the kids and like that was what we did especially now if you look at i'm following a lot of like farm accounts now but like they have kids and like they're all in it together they're all out there working hard each and every day and like that's why in the olden days they had so many children because you need <laughs> free labor you need hands to help you and it totally makes sense when you see like these small scale farms and homesteaders going out i was like shoot, if I lived on land like that, like give me at least five kids <laughs> to help me get through all the things you have to do in a day. It's just insane. But right now, like that is not something that people would do. Like that is not common. Like society is not pushing that. Like, hey, you should learn how to take care of yourself and go out in the field and work and like feel better by doing those things. It's like, no, not really. Things have changed. And, you know, even by the time like I have kids or you have kids and like they have kids, like things will be even more changed. And I mean, if we're still alive and still going <laughs> as a society and world and earth. But, you know, if all of this is out there with all these services and things that are there to help us to make things easy, then we really are like training and unconsciously learning to expect a whole lot of things with very little work, effort and attention needed. Kind of that idea, like if you're spoon fed, like why would you even want to lift up the spoon yourself and feed yourself? Hmm, you know, why Why would you? And that's what is so common nowadays with, with all these things like, why would you do that when you could do this? Like, this is so much easier. This will make you feel better. This will blah, 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 blah. But then at the end of the day, you're finding yourself like, I can't focus in on things. Like I'm just bouncing around all day. And then I find like I spent, you know, a couple hours just on my phone. And like, what did you do on the weekend? Well, I worked. Okay, after that. I sat in a corner chair, <laughs> it was on my phone. And what did you get from that? Nothing. It was, it ended up being boring. Like I didn't do anything, it wasn't challenging, it wasn't stimulating my brain, I just wasted time. And then it makes you feel even worse because then you're like, I got nothing done today. And then, you know, just snowballs from there. So that's an example of like, 
Nowadays, that can very easily happen, and that can happen while you're at work. It can happen anywhere, any time of the day. But let's go ahead and keep going from there. And kind of in the, the research I did, which I mentioned was watching a couple different YouTube videos on this, is kind of what we mentioned before, but it was talking about our brains really needing to be stimulated and more so how we mentioned, like we've been training our brains to think it needs more and more and that we always need to be jumping around. And like just a few seconds here is good because like let's jump to this site now and let's jump here. And not even to mention though too that all of these social media sites and services and companies out there, they're specifically built to prey on our attention spans. Like very, like undoubtedly the, the founders, the people at the highest of these companies, and even throughout the middle and everywhere in the company would be like, yeah, we have algorithms based on learning how to track this person so that we can push them so that they're on our site more or our app even more. And that's just part of their doing business and how they make money and put ads in front of you. And they always want you coming back to look at what's new, what is new. And I'll tell you, nothing is new. And you should really disable those push notifications, which we mentioned that in a previous episode. An example of that too, though, is like the app I was using for networking. I haven't been going on it as much, but I'll go on for, you know, just a little bit. And then as soon as I get off it, within a minute, it sends a push notification. Hey, someone just matched with you on the networking. Jump back in and see who it is but I don't pay for it, so I can't actually see what it is, but they just want me to open the app and then keep swiping through a lot of different people. So that already is like, wow, good going, because you made me like you made me feel good, like, oh, someone wants to connect with you, and really, no, I don't even think anyone did. <laughs> so though, you know, when you think of all that, it's a wonder then that some of the best ways to get our attention span are to go back to doing some of the traditional things we did in the past, like cooking dinner each night, reading books for entertainment and learning. Like you can use books for both things, using our hands to build things, to sew, to plant, and really so much more out there that is now trying to be put in this like obsolete view. Like you don't need to learn how to do that. You don't need to read books, gross. Why would you ever pick up a book? You don't need to learn how to grow your own food or plant flowers or grow them from a seed like that is not needed let us help you let us do this for you but it comes with a price but don't worry it's a little bit cheaper but after a couple months we're gonna raise the prices because we can't sustain as a business with these good prices so all of that to say though you know i think that bringing this stuff up is super important and more important than ever and just really that idea of like learning how to take care of yourself and your family and not having to solely rely on other businesses companies and the government is, you know, just so important. And hey, while you're at it and doing all of those things of like investing in your own life, your family's life, your house, your land, you know, whatever you have and whatever you've been given in life, investing in those things, like you're, you will also be helping save your attention span or grow your attention span. One of the videos I saw, you know, was saying that like just reading a book is such a huge thing nowadays. Like people don't read books. Like you have to have so much focus. You have to give yourself time. You have to sit down and like, I am going to read a chapter or I'm going to read this book, you know, start small, like a couple pages. Uh, if I read at nighttime, I usually can only read a page and then I'm like, I'm tired. This is not interesting enough. You know, it's not stimulating my brain enough to keep me awake, which is good because I don't want to be stimulated and like having 
you know, exciting thoughts or creative, you know, like, ooh, this is so good. Like, what is going to happen next? Or let's think about this killer. And why did they do, you know, no, I probably don't want to read that at night. But during the day, yes, in between tasks and while I'm giving a break, like, give me that. It will be candy. And we do talk more about this and kind of the idea of getting away from electronics a lot in our episode called Unplugging from Electronics. Uh, Well, it's Unplugging I don't know. It's episode four, so you should check that out. But from that, we did it from the viewpoint of kind of like unplugging yourself to then plug into your creativity. So a lot of this will be similar. And in this case, it is also, I would say the focus would also be with your attention span and like doing some of these things that you used to do, maybe depending on how old you are, but you don't do anymore and see like, oh, our attention spans were so much better when we did this. Hmm. I wonder why. Why was life better or potentially better? Even though now, you know, we have been given so much, so much technology, like we should not take it for granted. Yes, we know that. But at the same time, I hope you've seen, especially over these last two years, that there is so much more under the surface to a lot of these companies, tech companies in particular. But there's so much that like, who? maybe you should just you know, look after yourself and your family and focus on those things because that is what matters. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many likes you have or how many pictures or how it looks online. You know, who cares? That is not real life. That is fake life. (laughs) Maybe that should be a new app, you guys. Yeah, let's tag that. New social media code, fake life. You know, going into it, like, this is not me. I don't even look like this, but it's my fake life. Yeah. Okay, so let's go ahead and get ready to finish everything up today okay so we made it to our last section and we now just want to kind of finish things off with how you can apply this to your own life and really get moving forward with this because like yes it's great to hear me talk why thank you i'm glad you enjoyed it (laughs) or are enjoying it maybe but you know overall we would be wanting you to figure out and kind of maybe life is going good. So it's just reflecting then on figuring out how you operate though as a person in your life, your relationships and work. And you know, likely things will overlap, but here are some like advice and tidbits we would say, haha, instead of tips and tricks, tidbits. (laughs) It sounds weird too. Uh, But for your life, you know, have lots of hobbies and activities and adventures to do. Be learning new things constantly and exercising. That's what I found, like all of that, that's what I do. Hobbies, 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 activities. I'm going camping in a couple of weeks, which I haven't done in forever. And I'm always learning new things. To me, that is so much fun. I, Let's see, juggling was one of those things. Riding a unicycle was one of those things. The harmonica and man, so much more. But <laughs> we're short on time, so let's keep going. Uh, when we're looking at relationships, be active and adventurous with your other half. Go on trips, cook together, try new adventures together on the weekend. Find ways to have fun in different ways than you've tried before. You know, you're wanting to keep things new and fresh and actually put the time and effort into your relationship and don't, you know, get bored or be boring. Like it can go either way. But finding yourself, especially in relationships, like you have to put a lot of time, care and effort and love into it. And it's not just going to happen on its own. Same with whether it's a love relationship or with your friendships, like people, like if you're not putting the effort into it, it's just going to dissolve. It's going to disintegrate. And maybe that can't be recovered. And if you can't, like you just missed out on maybe a really great and influential person that could have brought you through the next stages of your life. So put new things in Put new things into it to keep things exciting based on your own personality types and kind of, you know, they always mention like back when you were first dating or if it's a friend back when you first met 
and like we're hanging out, which were is likely maybe some of the best times when you're looking back because hindsight is always so much better. Uh, I couldn't think of the phrase hindsight is 2020. I don't know. Something like that. But 2020 was not a good year. So let's stay clear of that. But, you know, looking back will always be good. So kind of thinking of that like, oh, we went out a lot when we were first together. And like, well, can you do that now? Like maybe you have kids, but can you pick like one or two days a month that you can kind of do some of those fun things? It will truly help you keep your relationship with that other person and make sure that you're not getting bored because so many people... I have in my notes here too, like actually talk to each other because so many people can be, you can be sitting in the room and living with another person or your family. It doesn't have to be if you're in love or married to someone, but you're not actually talking with the person. Like you, maybe you're in the same house and you send them a text and you're like, oh, because I didn't want to get up and walk downstairs or get up and go into the other room. Or if you are talking, it's like, what's for dinner? What are we doing now? Okay, good, good. Do this. Okay, I've got to go. Bye. I'm doing this. See you later. You know, go, go, go. You know, like you're not actually talking. And especially if you're trying to build relationships, that is not helpful if you're not talking. And things will get boring because, yes. And that's why when you look at people that when they have, say, affairs or other relationships, it's because like things were boring and they, they found someone who was interesting, who cared about them, who put in effort. That's the main thing, I think, is like they were doing then those fun new things or doing things they shouldn't have been. And that was exciting and fun. And you see, like, Oh, so instead of doing that with someone else and destroying your relationship, like, why don't you do that with the person you're married to or the friend that you have? Like, figure out ways to do that. So enough on that, because as I mentioned last time, too, I'm like, I'm not a relationship coach, but these are just things I've picked up over the years, and I think they are good to talk about. But with your work, you know, if you're not happy in your job and it's boring, either find new ways to make it interesting and challenging if possible. So like I mentioned the hotel job, I couldn't really find anything so if you can't then move on so move to a different department or find a new job you know just be sure though if you are finding a new job that you don't fall into the same sort of job get yourself out and into something that will actually fit you it may be uncomfortable and scary and like i don't really think i know how to do this or feel like i'm ready but hey guess what you weren't happy with what you were doing and you didn't care if life went on or not so like find something that will push you to your limits and is you know, causes you to be brave and courageous throughout your day, or at least in getting started, because it will be so worth it. And then with at least, I would say with work, say maybe you can't leave the job you're in currently, or like it's going to take some time to get out of there, but it's still just as boring as ever. You know, maybe you can balance the monotony of your work life with exciting personal life activities on either end of your day. So, you know, whether that's like going to the gym before you start work is super fun and then you make dinner with your family or go out to eat with friends. And like, those are two things like will get you through the day. Like you look forward to the next day because, hey, I'm gonna have a really good workout. I'm working on investing myself with this, this, and this. And then I'm gonna go to go, go to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then after work, I'm gonna make this awesome new recipe or invite some people over. So that's an example where, you know, if you're, Finding yourself that you can't really move at where you're at in life, like there are other things you can do. Workarounds, use some creative problem solving or send us a message and we would love to, you know, see if anything can be worked around within that. And then now with attention span, so that previous one was about being bored or saying that you're bored. You know, we don't want to go over things too much, but really examining your relationship with technology would be such a great place to start as you get going throughout this. And then really any other services that you pay for that are there to make your life easier. Like, yes, you're not going to want to, 
you know, weed everything out or get rid of those things. But first figure out like, what are you paying for? <laughs> and then what are you using constantly? What are you always doing? I mean, hint, hint, it will be your phone, especially if you have a smartphone, which I think most people do now. Like now elementary kids have smartphones. Like what are you doing all the time? And then kind of take a step back and see like, are there any tasks that you can jump back into? Like maybe you're so used to getting your coffee out and like that is what you do or getting coffee delivered but like hey maybe you could like grind your own beans and make coffee and like you're saving money and doing a task that takes some focus and like you can become really obsessed with like oh i made the perfect french press yesterday or you know there's so much you can do with some of these things or maybe you can get back into reading or writing i would say you know i do like to write but I think that is so intimidating when you're trying to write a whole book because that's something I do want to do and has been on my mind recently where I'm like, you sit down and you're like, here we go. Like someone is going to be able to read this in like one to two to three days maybe if you have it, if that's what your hope is, you know, like an easy read book. But I'm going to spend hours upon hours upon hours and days, weeks, months writing this. Like, whew. <laughs> but that is a great way like dive on into that maybe it's finding reflective time when you're alone going on walks without looking at your phone maybe even i would say talking on your phone like that was a huge thing i did when i was growing up and walking the dogs i would walk after school was i would i memorized all my friends numbers and i would call them and like maybe each of them could only talk for like 10 to 15 minutes and then i would go okay great talking bye and i'm like who else can I call? And then I call the next person. But it was that idea, like how we mentioned in the previous section about like relationships and getting bored. Like this is a great way talking and actually like pouring into other people's lives, seeing how they're doing. And something about talking, like you can fit so many more words into when you're talking, like how I'm talking now than if I were to write or send you a text or an email. I mean, yes, I actually do like to write a lot. So if you do text or email me, chances are, and I know you, that chances are I will write books upon books. But the idea being like, everything will be so much deeper and more meaningful if we're actually talking on the phone or maybe in person. If you can do it in person, like sweet, do that instead. Or maybe you can garden or train a house pet or animals. I've mentioned we have chickens. So <laughs> listen to Monday mornings with Michael to hear more about our chickens. But that for us is like, whoa like our attention, like you can just stare for hours at these chickens and they're like, they're doing the same thing. But wow, this is amazing. Like, look at these little things. I mean, now they're growing quite big. Uh, but maybe you could also within that be learning a new skill, picking up a new hobby. Essentially, you're finding things that you can do to pour back into your own life, which takes time, determination, and motivation to get through. Because really, you will feel so much better when, say, you learn that song on the piano, if you put the work into it you know, rather than just like, oh, I tried, or oh, that would be nice if I could. I've always wanted to play the piano. I'm like, then do it. I mean, watch YouTube. That's how I learned. Like, there's so much you can do. So though, to close this out, you know, those things will be good towards strengthening your attention span. And overall, instead of jumping to like, I'm bored in your conversations and speaking, really think about what you're feeling and why you're feeling it. You know, when it comes to the bored side of this conversation, are you actually bored in that activity? Like you are bored or is it that that activity is just not matching up with who you are as a person? Or maybe on the flip side of it, you are just lacking the needed atten attention span to enjoy that activity fully. Or maybe it's a little bit of both. So my example for, for that would be like, 
Maybe you have a show that like it can captivate your full attention when it's a genre that you really like. So say you love adventure and you're like, wow, everything is happening so quickly that I have to watch because I'm going to miss so much of the show if I'm not watching. The flip side of that, so if it's a really slow moving show that's out of your genre, so maybe it's a drama. It's just like, oh, he's not in love with me today. Oh, he is today. Oh, he's sleeping with this person. You know, just goes on and on. You're like, oh my gosh. Then, you know, for me, I would find that both boring because there's no like fast paced, high energy, like there's nothing to keep me tuned in. And then I would also have no attention span for that because it's nothing like to stimulate my brain. Like it's just not interesting. It's not fitting for me. And then I would then pick up my phone and be doing something else. And that's why I'm like, oh, wow. So does that mean a lot of the shows I watch <laughs> are not, you know, fitting for me? But either way, we hope that this overall conversation has really helped you out in getting to think more closely and really detailed about how you go throughout your days and finding ways that you can truly live the best life for yourself. That is something that I think I will always come back to and I find just so like interesting, captivating, like that idea of you have so much within you that you can change and really fulfill within your own lifetime. And you know, they always say, yes, life goes by too quickly and too fast. And you should be in the moment though and like really see like you can do so much. And like you do though have to put the time into it. You have to put the effort. You can't just be aimlessly wandering throughout your life because hey guess what you're gonna find that boring you're not gonna be happy you may get depressed or stressed out or anxious you know over these things that i'm like wow that's crazy because you know if you were doing something that better fit who you were or meant for you so in my case those fast-paced high energy jobs like if i'm doing that like i'm having fun like life is going good and like maybe you know right now i'm not making as much money as i need to be or like hitting all of my goals but at least i'm fulfilling this great part and this need within me that will keep me going and keep me on track and motivated so that the other jobs i'm working like say this job here that as we're in these tough times of like building a company from scratch and going out with it on our own and like seeing the things that work is yes exciting but if they're not working like oh that's kind of sad but i already know like i have this thing that is keeping me going i'm motivated like let's go let's go and then i would say just in general yes that that whole episode of unplugging from the creativity i mentioned that out of that i was able to create a children's coloring book of just like whoa so much creativity and so much better things in life came back and i would say now with even having my own business like it is tough and tricky because so much of what I need to do and should be doing is on my phone. And then so easily you fall then into the trap of like, you're just looking at your personal one then and going back and forth and back and forth. And then all of a sudden you're not doing anything and you're wasting it and you're just affirming your short attention span <laughs> and teaching yourself like, yes, you can always just jump, 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 jump. But no, we are in it. And we should just be enjoying as much as we can and really putting the time effort and conscious, like being conscious about what you're doing, I would say, as we close this out, is such an important element. And we hope that through listening to this, you have at least learned some new things or have good conversation to mull around in your head. Or as we say, find someone to share the episode with. <laughs> yes, thank you. That would be great. And then you can actually discuss and talk with them. That will be so helpful for both of you and working on your own lives. And life is better when you've got someone along there with you. So we will talk with you guys again soon. Have a great rest of your day and cheerio, adios. Mm -hmm.